from a small town in Utah. They would defy the odds. You can run, you can but run you can't hide from the land dance show. Broadcasting higher than Air Force One for a reason. Ladies and gentlemen, the Land Dance Show. And it is the Land Dance Show. Thank you for listening again. Dan, thank you. And uh, I would like What's to... Up? Sorry, and I totally... <laughs> yeah. Hey. I walked over your... Yeah, um, I apologize. How's it going, Dan? It's going pretty good. Good. As I like usual. to ask Dan how it's he's actually doing pretty at awesome. the beginning of every show. Every show he asks me how I'm doing. <laughs> I like and, to know. Yeah, and, and I always say good. You're my friend. I don't I don't go deep into it, but it's usually good. Sometimes it's bad, but yeah. Well, anyway, I'm glad you're good. Thanks for walking all over that. Absolutely. Walking all <laughs> over it. I could walk the distance if you need. Anyway, uh I would like to welcome our distinguished guest, Mr. Nappy on the show. Danny Nappy, thank you for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Um, and I am glad you could be here. Uh, I know you're a busy man. You have been Sundancing, as I understand it. Yes, that's right. Sundance Film Festival gets me out there every year for parties and celebrities and whatnot. Um, can you tell us a little bit about this year's festivities? Uh, yeah. I was going to do a fashion show, but they canceled it. Uh, someone wasn't good at producing things apparently okay so uh it got canceled so i just went up there for some parties and uh it was great um my friend sam rented out a huge cab huge mansion up there and we had parties and celebrities up there it was great um did you go ever to the downstairs i understand they had some parties there this year i <clears throat> know uh, that's a usual stop of my sun dancing, but this year, no, I uh, didn't go to downstairs. I I've went never there. Heard of it. So it's a it's a bar club in Park City, and I went there when I was underage, and uh, we called it Club Jeff afterwards because when we went there, it was like me and two friends and the bartender named Jeff, and that was it. That was <laughs> it was the only. It was the only person that was there other than us, pretty much. There were like two other people playing pool or something. But uh, they anyway, ID, they didn't ID you. Uh, no, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about that bar is it's uh, Danny Masterson. Is that his name from that '70s show? Yeah, he's he's part owner. He's so a he part owner. Yeah, DJs it and. Uh, does all that fun stuff there. So they should send him the fine or we should call it Club Danny, but he was not there that night. It was just uh, Jeff. Dang it, yeah. So is he the one that always wore the sunglasses? Yeah, with the curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um Men at Work, which he's in now. I've never seen. It's on TBS, I believe. It just looks horrible. <laughs> the the trailers, I'm sorry. But every preview for that show just looks Horrible and not funny. Have you seen it? Have you seen no. Men at Work? I don't have TBS, but maybe I'll Netflix it or something. Yes. Do you love Netflix? I have mixed feelings. Okay. Uh, most of the stuff on there, I would say 90% of it just sucks. Uh, but there's about 10% that's worth watching. That's really good. Okay. Can I go on a Netflix rant for a sec? Ready to go. Yeah. Okay. So I had a little movie fest today. And I found out that, A, you can find additional titles. What, well, what do you watch Netflix using? Uh, my computer, mostly. I have found that using an iPad, you can find more titles that are available on Netflix to see. But they don't show up. See, I watch it through an Xbox but they don't not all the titles automatically show up but if you look on the iPad to see what else is there you can see more I didn't know that yeah and it's really cool okay movie fest today i watched a movie called the man from nowhere <laughs> have you seen that no. oh my he watches really weird movies it is awesome it is like man on fire hong kong style it's it's a foreign film i think uh in Chinese is that 
Chinese. What is the language of Hong Kong? I feel so ignorant. Oh, I don't know. I don't it's know not either. Mandarin. See, I wondered. I I was talking to Dan. I, I didn't Chinese. know if it was Mandarin or. Yeah, I think Chinese covers it because it is part of China. I think but still. But in the movie, there was uh, Viet Cong spoken as well as this other language as yet unidentified or perhaps identified now by Nappy. And I thank you for your service and your foreign diplomacy. Yes, good. Um, but it was it was honestly like man on fire, Hong Kong style. This guy who who has a mysterious past goes to save his neighbors, and I don't want to ruin it. I'm not gonna spoil well, it. Well, let, let me ask you this: Is it so? It's subtitles. Subtitles. Because I only watch subtitled Netflix. movies. No, I only watch it while I'm sewing or. Oh, okay. So you don't want to see. I can't read while I'm doing it. Okay. So I listen and watch. So I don't ever get those ones where you have to. We haven't even told anybody what you're really here for yet. Oh, I don't even know what I'm really here for. We should talk about that and what he does. Absolutely. Okay. You kind of got off there, but so no, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I wanted to do a casual open, Um, but uh, and I think uh, you should be the the best person to talk about what you do, but. Uh, as a brief introduction, Nappy is an expert clothing designer and uh, a featured artist, uh, clothing designer, Nappy Clothing. You can see his stuff at uh, Unhinged. But I don't want to. I I I don't want to sound like a dude. I want you to <laughs> tell more about what you do. I make uh, beautiful people look better. What about ugly people? Well, you are on There's your own. no hope. <laughs> not you. Not you specifically. No, I know. Not me. Because you are a very thin and handsome man. <laughs> Thank you. And, and I'm a designer, a straight designer, but I still can see beauty. In, sure. In, your you eyes know. work. Yeah, yeah. I um, appreciate that. So, yeah, I uh, clothing design and manufacturing. Um, I found out recently that I like designing and the prototyping and making everything. The, the product, not necessarily sewing it all together. So I need to really get some more sewers in there. And I find myself sewing parents, pants, you know, pair after pair. It gets really boring and old. I just like to make the first pair and then let somebody else handle Do the, the rest. Do the rest. Sure. Um, well, I can appreciate that. And what I was sort of alluding to earlier although the listeners might not realize this, was at Sundance, uh, Nappy's always up there giving out scarves to celebrities. And uh, Nappy, you are very well known up there. And uh, so I wanted to bring some of that prestige, especially Mm. because this is Sundance season, and because you're just a cool dude. Yeah. Um, I've always given away scarves because it's something that when they walk out of the, the event or the lounge... They throw your scarf on, your logo's right there on their chest. So for all the photo, photo, you know, photo ops and, and all the people there, uh, it's a good way to get your brand out there. Uh, if you give a T-shirt, they're not going to put that on. You know, if you give them a, a hat, they may not put that on either. But a scarf, everybody needs a scarf up there because it's always butt freezing cold. <laughs> and uh, it's just a nice way to, to get it on somebody right away because that's really the goal is that the celebrities will actually wear your product. And so, you know, that's the only way you can really give something away and get immediate Instant plug. branding. Yeah. Absolutely. And I saw Ashton Kutcher wearing an unnamed scarf, but it's still, the point is, they're wearing them all the time, especially at Sundance. Um, what do you think about leather stuff? Do you think leather is played out at Sundance and, like, furs uh yeah, I would say five years ago that it was it was hot to do. I don't think leather specifically is played out, but the fur and the the big fur coats and all that. I mean, I I don't have a problem personally with the use of furs in that uh, for clothing and bags and whatnot. But I do think that that it's a little played out to have all the fur. Um, but I love leather. What do you think about alpaca? You know, there's that store up in Park City that's alpaca, oh, yeah, yeah. you know? I was there one year when the uh, 
when the crazies went by and with throwing blood everywhere. What? And, uh, yeah, because they like go outside PETA those, protesters. Yeah, yeah, they they uh, get out there and anybody who's wearing you know fur or leather, they throw blood on him and like, like what real kind blood? of blood? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I don't think it's Ew. human blood, but I think it's like real pig it's blood, animal or blood, or Wouldn't something. They, yeah. Why would they use animal blood if they're yeah I know, trying to protect animal rights? That is weird. Well, and and I say like I I talk to the people at Tandy Leather because I buy a lot of leather from them, and they say, look, as long as McDonald's is to, is killing cows for beef, we're gonna use the leather. And I I agree. I mean, why would you be upset for using the animal and not just throwing it away and wasting it? You know. You know what? Honestly, and I don't understand this. The whole um, our animals were lively, and um, they were. Uh, not caged, but they were able to graze and roam free before we slaughtered them and put a bullet in their head. What's the real difference? I mean, I know there are some health benefits from getting a free-range chicken, you know, because of the exercise. The meat is better a little bit. But honestly, when it comes down to it, you're killing it for a product. Mm -hmm. So how much difference does it make? Uh, For me, personally. I like, uh, I don't hunt and kill something unless I plan to eat it. So I wouldn't like for sport, just go shoot something, you know, and mount it. You know, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. What do you mean by mounting it? Um, (laughs) Mounting it uh, on your wall. Not not necessarily uh, mounting it like helping a sheep over the fence or something. (laughs) So I'm I'm all for, you know, killing. I, I have no problem with the killing of animals, but. For me personally, I want to be able to use it and not just do it for sport. But saying that, I don't have a problem if someone goes out and does what is fine for them, you know. Sure. But I do like elk and moose and deer and that kind of meat because it doesn't have the hormones and doesn't have all the, the negative things that they put in the in the cows. Have you ever had a buffalo burger? Yeah. It's good, They're right? Good. Yeah. I had I've only had it one time. It was as a scout, as a boy scout. And by the way, I'm an Eagle Scout. I don't mean to brag. Me too. Whatever, whatever. Oh. On my honor, I will do my best to do my duty. You know. <laughs> to a law. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was up in Evanston, I believe. And they have uh, Buffalo Burgers as a regular. I can't remember what the restaurant was. We had a scout camp or something, and then we went there. It was like a cheese factory or something. And they also had uh, buffalo burgers, but it was really good. Well, the buffalo was actually a better product than beef, but they were too hard to domesticate, so they gave up on it back in the day. And yeah, they how are you going to domesticate a bison? Yeah, they're just their temperament's not as as good as a cow, I guess. But they were better for their meat because there's virtually no fat in it. I mean, when they make it's hamburgers, like they have to like add fat to it. They have to add pig fat to make it. Uh, work better as a burger and taste better because yeah, it's just so lean. But and the amount you get from one bison is just massive. Yeah, I remember the first time I took down a bison. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't like to use guns. <laughs> or Did you tackle it? I ta- I first tackled it and uh, I used a small knife. Mm-hmm. Swiss Swiss Army Swiss Army knife. And which, by the way, my hippie sister got me a Swiss Army knife with my name <laughs> engraved. Although, I, and Nappy, you know my sisters. And I used to only just have one hippie sister, but I've come to realize that now they are both hippies. <laughs> really? Yeah. And Brittany, even now, <laughs> she's into bicycling and rock climbing and, and Subarus. Recycling. Subarus. Yes. They're both hippies now. I can't just say my hippie sister because I have twin sisters, and and they're both hippies. Yeah, I didn't know the one. I know uh, Brittany, but you the other Brittany, one yeah. I've met a handful of times. But Well, Brittany is now also a hippie. Would yeah. you agree? I, you know, I only see Brittany probably once a year, and actually it's coming up on our yearly cabin trip. Okay. Where to? Um, up to... Uh, uh, You've been so Saint many George, places around the world. Cedar you don't... City area. What is that ski resort? Vernal. What's that ski Brianhead. resort? Brianhead. Yeah, it's up in Brianhead. Okay. And uh, we go there every year for um, 
for their birthdays. Have you and, seen the evolution of hippiedom, sort of? Have you seen her become more of a hippie? No, but I'm excited to get to the bottom of this uh, in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll notice nice. it. Rock climbing. Hippiedom. Bicycling. But I like work. to rock climb and bicycle, but I don't. I wouldn't call myself a hippie. Is it? Is it more than that? You're an outdoorsman. I I would I don't know I think you're f- right on the fringe there. Oh wow! Plus okay. the beard. Yeah, yeah. What I'd kind of car do you have? What kind of car you're do you drive? Tempting you're fate. I'm driving a Jeep. And it's uh, the six-cylinder Jeep. Oh okay. And so if it, it doesn't get four, real good gas mileage. I would say, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So it's undecided as of yet. We'll see how it goes tonight, and we'll decide your hippiedom, your oh, hippiness. Hey, I've got a story. Yes, please. So this goes along with the leather. Backtracking just a bit. That's fine. Um, Which is going to show my non-hippiedom right now with this story. Well, we'll decide that. I was in L.A. (laughs) for L.A. Fashion Week and did a runway show, and I was being interviewed after for something. I I don't remember the show, but the ladies. Something with Maria Menounos. This was during the big reuse, uh, you know, few years ago when it was reuse everything. Reuse, reduce, recycle. Yeah, and so she says, now that's really hot right now. Do you uh, use a lot of reusable products? And, uh, you know, have you used stuff? And I says, yeah, you know, this bag here was a cow, and now it's a bag. (laughs) And she didn't like that very much. What? She was very uh, put off by that. But I thought it was great. It was kind of like my finger to the establishment, you know. That was a high five from me. Yeah, to nappy. I, I appreciated that. It was fun. And I hesitated just right before I said it and thought, no, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to say it. And so she was upset, but I thought it was funny perfect. and worth it. Yeah, it was worth it. Um, what are your feelings on Patagonia, the uh, clothing company? I like Patagonia. Uh, here's my thought with it. Uh, and I've been doing a lot of thinking about this lately. When you do something, say, like rock climb or hike and Hippies, you, yes. you like uh, Patagonia, then you tend to buy all your clothing from Patagonia. You know, your shorts, your pants, and you look that part. You're like, I, I don't know if it's something that like, I want people to know that I rock climb, so I buy Patagonia. Um, but Patagonia isn't necessarily fashion. It's not made to make you look good. It's made purely to function almost. Functional, functional clothing. Functional clothing. And so I'm really trying to get guys away from dressing like if I play basketball, so I shop at the Nike store and I buy all Nike product. Or I rock climb, so I buy Patagonia and I go to REI. REI, You know, it isn't necessarily how you should dress because it really paints you into a a hip. You're a hippie, you know. Sure. It's easy to tell because you drive the car that's a hippie. And so if you go in for a job interview or you meet someone, you're automatically put into you're a hippie. That says a lot of things about you that may not be true or you may not want. And so there's nothing wrong about looking good and dressing well. Those people tend to get further in life, you know, and easier things. You know, there's hotter girls get better jobs and get paid more money. I mean, it's just a fact of life. And so guys completely ignore that and just do their own thing. And so I want to get them into nicer looking, better fitting. It still functions just as well as you would need it, but now it also looks good. Well, if I can uh, take a break for a moment, um, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Patagonia, who are now offering their (laughs) Patagonia men's long sleeve buckshot shirt for $79 and also offering free shipping on orders over $75. Yep. You can call them anytime at 1-800-638-6464. That's right. Order anything online they got. So hippies, rock climbers, (laughs) give them a call. Hey, but... Let's let's hey, talk I about ro- nappy I rock clothing. Climb, though you gotta understand, oh, I rock and you're climb. saying you're not a hippie. See, and this I'm is why saying, I said we'll decide later because yeah, as, got all, as, see, as the right hippie now. details emerge, we are still deciding. But I think it's more of a frame of mind. It's a hippies are more of a. So if you're rock climbing, you're like, oh man, I want a burger, and I don't care if it was free range or not. That no, I think if you, you rock ever... climb and you and you uh, like. Bush and hate Obama, then that makes you not a hippie. True. However, if you're rock climbing and you love Obama, I think that makes you a hippie. hippie. Yep. So I think it's that's the, why both my sisters are hippies. It's the ideology more than 
than what you do. It's what you believe that makes you a hippie. And so you tend to look and dress the part. But Well, um, I am glad that you dressed whatever part that you're here. <laughs> um, before we, we got to take a quick uh, sponsor break, channel identification break. Um, but real quick, actually, you know what? We're going to take a break. And after this, Nappy, let's talk about where we can find your stuff and other assorted miscellaneous information. Great. I don't always know where my next meal is coming from, or when, so it's really nice just to get on Xbox Live and tune up my aching stomach and my emaciated jaw structure. Whenever I get a 20 kill streak on COD, I just forget about how hungry I am and live in the moment. The Sims is better than my real life. I'd rather live there, and with your help, I can. For just two payments of $39.99, you can send a video game to a starving child. But if you call within the next 10 minutes, we'll also send a second remote control so one of their starving friends can play too. Call 1-800-STARVING-REMOTE. That's 1-800-STARVING-REMOTE or visit LandDanShow.com. Broadcasting out of Salt Lake City, where the degrees outside are less than the number of Lance Armstrong's testicles. Welcome back to the Landan Show. Nappy, um, we need to talk about where we can get your fine clothing. Yes. Because we've teased it a little bit, but we haven't really heard the in-depth about Nappy Clothing found on nappyclothing.com, by the way. Nappyclothing.com. Yeah, and that's uh, Nappy with an I, not a Y. Yes, it is. N-A-P-P-I clothing.com i is in israel that's it's, right uh, <laughs> um so right now the website is i'm getting rid of all the old product and so the new product will be in february which is coming fast it is coming this coming soon it's in like a week well it's in like two days so yeah, that means everybody has to buy this fast well, he'll probably still keep. The, he'll yeah. probably still sell the old stuff, right? I'll have some of the old stuff on uh, on sale. Whatever doesn't sell in the store. Um, but my point so is, basically, it's going don't, to don't sell. Buy it now so you have to get and it wait fast. till it goes on sale. <laughs> no. no, it's already on sale. Oh, okay. The new stuff is coming in in February, a few okay. days, and we'll bring those to the store, and we'll take some pictures and put them on the site, and uh, we will love life more. I think. Um, now, tell me a little bit about the uh, nappy clothing logo. We've talked about it on the Land and Bench show, and I thank you again for coming on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but but tell us about it and and how you identify your brand. Um, okay, so it goes like this. Um, I wanted a, an animal. You know, because everybody does that. This is right when I first started thinking about making clothes back in 2005. I thought I need an animal that I can put on my shirt. And uh, I wanted something that resonated with my Italian heritage. Agiano. I guess that means elder. I don't know how that's applicable here. I am your elder, though. I am older. All right. Yeah, that's true. So so I decided to make a bull be the, the animal because... There's European um, influence there, uh, maybe mostly in Spain with the bull fighting, but um, I really like the image of the bull. You know, it it gets stabbed in bullfighting, which I don't really condone, by the way, but it's, it's a Do fact. Do you use your fabric from bulls that were killed in... Uh, bullfight, that would be bull cool. Fights. Get those hides. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look into that. Get a new jacket. But I love that you could... They, they would stab the bulls repeatedly and the bull will continue to charge until it falls dead. You know, it never gave up. And so I really liked that. And they're just this most majestic and tough. I mean, when you see one in real life, you almost can't believe it's real. It just looks so powerful. And so I like that uh, imagery. And then I added the wings on it because I love racing. 
which also comes from my Italian heritage, perhaps, because the F1. Andretti. F1, yeah. And then uh, Valentino Rossi with uh, the sport bike, uh, bullet bike racing. Uh, I just love that racing and speed and uh, European racing, not necessarily NASCAR, NASCAR uh-huh. American racing. Uh, there, ain't there's first a or last. <laughs> <laughs> you're the first loser if you're second. <laughs> so I, I really like that. And that is kind of like my style is that uh, European racing. You know, my clothes is the difference between a Volkswagen Bug, which is very cute, and a Ferrari, which is never cute. Uh, Ferrari is beautiful, breathtaking, awesome. You know, just the epitome of You wouldn't of design. say cute. Yeah, you'd never look at a Ferrari and go, that is so cute. And so yeah. none of my clothes are cute. I don't do lace. I don't do pastel colors and girly sequins. things. No sequins. No bright. You know, nothing is on the clothes that isn't there to make the clothes perform better. Much like a race car. They don't put things on there to just look good. If it doesn't enhance the speed, then it isn't there. Um, now, I liked the description you gave me previously about... Um, People who wear your clothes, it's not to enhance. See, and, and I'm, I might be flubbing it a little bit, so I want you to correct me if needs be, but it's, it's not. It's for the person to remain low key while standing out. Okay, but yeah. Use your, I, I liked your um, description better. The, the idea is you don't wear nappy to be cool, you are cool, so you wear nappy. And so it's the idea that, like James Bond, you know, you would see him and you're like, man, that guy looks great, you know, but the second he leaves and someone says, what was he wearing? You don't really know. Because it wasn't about the clothes. It was about him. The and, vibe. And he feels comfortable and can put out that vibe because he knows that what he's wearing is, fits him well. And he's, you know, he feels comfortable. It's not an Ed Hardy shirt or affliction that's so in your face that someone says, what was he wearing? You'd be like, oh, he's wearing this red shirt with all this crazy stuff on Skulls it. Skulls. It's, it's does that about... just make you sick sometimes, Ed Hardy, and like tap out and affliction shirts all the time? Yeah, it does. Because I, I, I think that the people that wear that, they're, they're trying to identify with something and they wear that to be cool. They wear that to make an impression rather than themselves making the impression. And so I like to think of it as you wear nappy, it's you that's making the impression and you just happen to look good while you're doing it. Does that make sense? Absolutely. That is why I am wearing the clothing that you brought in, which was very kind of you. You bet. We are nappied out right here. We got the the wool trench coat, which has been a a fan favorite now for a little while. Oh, it's pretty awesome. So warm. It's hot as uh, fucking here, actually. Very cool. No, but I mean the the coat itself. No, I know. I've got it on, and I should probably take it off. (laughs) Yeah, you should. Um, it's weird because you're not wearing a shirt underneath, though. Yeah, so nor, nor pants. <laughs> Maybe keep it on. The, the nappy trench coat does double well for flashers, just if that's what you're into. If that's your pleasure. Care. You'd be the best-looking flasher out there, you know? Absolutely. Right up until the point when you opened it up, then you would lose all. <laughs> True. Because, I mean, guys aren't attractive naked, let's be honest. Uh well, that's your opinion. That's your opinion. <laughs> I was trying to think that over. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, you know. That's, that's what about Daniel Craig naked? Yeah. Speaking you know, of James Bond. And, you know, the thing about James Bond and the image that I, because I say, I hate to say that, you know, James Bond, like nappy clothing is like James Bond. But when you see Daniel Craig get out of the ocean in that shot and all he's wearing is that <sighs> yes, really please. tight, you know, underwear type bathing suit. You think how, even when he's not wearing anything, he still looks great. Oh and yeah. So that's the the persona. It's it's his persona that's being put out there. It's not what or what he's not wearing. It's him. You and don't have to put on a skull, skull to make you look cool. You're already cool, and so the 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 clothing shines more. Yeah, and it's very understated, you know, because in the spy world. You know, which a world I'm very familiar oh, with, yeah. as you know. Uh, if you go into a store, you want someone to instantly fall in love with you and give you whatever information that you need, but then instantly forget you when you walk out. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be remembered. So when someone says, what was that guy wearing? Like, I don't know. He looked a great, tux. but I don't know. 
everyone else was wearing a tux yeah in there what too. was different about his clothes and you're like no well, i don't know there wasn't a skull on it and there wasn't bedazzled things on it you know it was just very understated if you had to come up with school fucking with a two-word <laughs> reaction to sequins what would you say in in two words or less is is throw up two words or is that considered one uh it's a compound modifier because of the hyphen oh snap i would say then throw up throw up okay <laughs> yeah even on girls clothes or are you just saying that uh, with men's clothing it doesn't work either way anybody. definitely men's and women's also yeah it's wait, just wait 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 there are men's clothes with sequins yeah oh, i've yeah. seen them yeah Smokes. That's fucking disgusting. Smokes, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, if you're but listening to true. this, take that off and throw it away. You've yeah. got to stop wearing it. But before that. you take it off, take a picture of yourself and send it to us. <laughs> yes, please. Landanshow.com <laughs> and on iTunes. We want to see your sequins. Absolutely. And for your replacement clothing, you have to check out nappyclothing.com as well as some outlets here in Salt Lake. Um, Unhinged is one place. And uh, uh, tell us a little bit about where they can find that. I know it's in Sugar House. Uh, and by the way, the exact address is 1121 East, 2100 South. Yeah, um, that that pretty much covers pretty much it. That's it. it. <laughs> it's a boutique that a friend of mine owns, and he does a lot of different clothes. But up in the upstairs, he rents out uh, pop-up shops or little areas that you can kind of do your own thing with. So I napified it, if you will, and brought oh, my, I own, will. my own uh, displays and my own racks and, and put the clothes up in there. So it's like a little nappy section within his store. So, okay, I want to ask you, besides clothing, what do you napify? Like, in in other life situations, what, do you tell people, like, you say a cool line and, and then you're like, consider yourself napified? <laughs> Or or how do you use that? Um, I napify everything out of necessity because I'm poor and out of l wanting to be different and unique without being absurd and in your face. So I, I alter everything. My Jeep, uh, you know, I put stickers on it and do things to it that most people don't do just to kind of be different and not follow. I don't like following the pack. I I see myself more as a leader of leaders. So most people don't see me as the leader, but the leaders always look to me for guidance. And so I don't know what you call that, but uh, you call it napification, I believe. Been, yeah, maybe that is the term. Yeah, we've been napified. Now entering the lexicon of the English language, <laughs> napification. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Have you ever told a girl after a date or something or, or things have been going well? <laughs> You've just been napified. No, but I'm definitely going to try that out. Yes. Yeah. I think you'll have stellar results. <laughs> I like it. Napify. You've been napified. You've but been napified. But can I do it in my voice? And my maybe voice? give them a business You've card. You've been napified. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm working on my my radio voice. It's coming along very it's well. Kinda, it's getting In it's fact, getting I think you should... Yet. Uh, let's let's read a couple news stories. I'll do one and then you do one, okay? You do mm -hmm. your news voice. Uh, now, here on the show, we do a little bit where there's a reporter. It's sort of like a roided-out reporter or someone who, with music, because everything with music sounds better, you know? <laughs> and so when you read the news with music, it's much more active and involved uh, versus just reading it without. Sometimes it's boring. Uh, so, so I'll do one first. We'll read news articles. Um, should we do without music first or with? What with, do you think, Dan? With. With music first? Yeah. I'll get it going. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Iran says it sent monkey into space and back. The mission also touched on concerns that advances in Iran's rocket expertise could be channeled into military use for long Fucking range weapons that might one day carry nuclear warheads! Iran says it does not seek atomic weapons! Wow. That was good. <laughs> that was very good. It does sound better with music. 
right. Can you narrate my life? Absolutely. Everywhere I go. You've just been nepified. <laughs> pull up your pants. You've been nepified. <laughs> or pull down. It could be versatile. You're but about I, uh, to be. You're about to be <laughs> nepified. Speaking of napification, you are about to be napified. Nappy, please read us some news with uh, your choice of music here. This is Two Fingers Fool's Rhythm. A gray tufted monkey strapped into a pod resembling an infant's car seat rode an Iranian rocket into space and returned safely. Officials say Monday, in what was described as a step forward, Tehran's goal of a manned space flight. I love it. Awesome. Let's just, just, yeah, read it again though without music though. Let's see how it sounds. Okay. Let's see how horrible it sounds. Let me get this. I can't get this off. I like it. It's just getting good. It never stops. Dubstep never stops. Well, it's only three minutes and 55 seconds, so it's going (laughs) to stop at the end of that. Sorry. Okay, uh, this is with. Without music. Without music. A gray tufted monkey strapped in a pod resembling an infant's car seat rode an Iranian rocket into space and returned safely. Officials say Monday, in what was described as a step forward, Iran's goal of manned space flight. Yeah. Boring. <laughs> yeah. Boring. <laughs> way better. Music is way better. Music is better with everything. Yeah. That's what we're saying. I mean, if I could go around, and I might try this, with earphones Nepified. all the time on. And if you want to talk to me, you have to sign language me because I'm not willing to take the that's how you know I am sign at work. language. That's, I'm, a, that's I'm what I'm learning. I do at work. I'm learning sign language. I've got a friend who's going to teach me sign language. Yeah. Oh, that's sorry. What's up? I just said, yeah. do you know sign language in sign language? And I, but I, I should have said. And you I, said yes verbally. I did verbally. <laughs> I should have nodded. You should have said see. <laughs> see. See. I wonder do... what Spanish sign language that's is what like. I, was I don't just know. Gonna ask. I don't know how you do the accent. Everybody uses American Sign Language. Really? In the world? Yeah. For real? Totally. For real? Yeah. All right. We've just been napified. Everyone uses American Sign Language, ASL. If if not, call us and tell us we're wrong. Absolutely. We do have a number here. (laughs) Yeah, don't even go there. Here at the Land and Show, but we're not even going to go there. Let's give out your cell phone number and people can call you whenever. Um, (laughs) Yeah. My cell phone number. <laughs> I should give out yours. <laughs> no, I already get too many calls. That is true. I don't know uh, what I don't know of, what our number is. I'd like to uh, let's let's walk through um, some of your very busy. Not only are you busy professionally, but also romantically. Um, and so, as you said <laughs> earlier, if I could sort of commentate, yeah. Uh, walk me through a date of yours, and I'll. I'll, I'll, we'll just see. We'll we'll wing it here. I I was 21 years old, fresh back from two oh. years in the Philippines. Oh. Yeah, oh. and uh, oh. I wasn't real good at dating at the time, but I asked this girl out because my friends told me to. Did you I, have a beard at the time? No, I was clean. I was okay. clean, clean shaven, short hair. Totally had no idea about girls and whatnot. Anyway, I picked this girl up and I take her somewhere and. The ending was so horrifying that I don't even remember where we went because I've tried to block the whole thing out of my mind. Did you tell her you were going to take her on your Iranian rocket ship? No, but that I guess probably would have be been better. My Italian rocket ship, maybe. Yep. Um, I, uh, I dropped her off. Well, I, know I, pulled into her, I pulled into her driveway. I know. You, you know where this is going, right? You've just been napified. And I looked to her and I said, do you want me to walk you to your door? And she said, no, that's okay. And she got out and walked. And I've been, I was horrified because of that date for so long. It took me two years to go on another date, I think. I can't believe, so, I mean, justifiably, you ran her over as she was walking to her door when she said no. Yeah, like, she couldn't believe I said that, and I couldn't believe I said that. So let's fast forward now. Okay. To current. Okay. And uh, this girl asks world, me out because I don't. Girl asks nappy I don't out. have to ask girls out anymore. They just come to me. That's exactly. the benefit of being a straight designer, you know. Oh, do you want some new pants today, honey? Here you go. I just Let's made see them. if these fit. Yeah. 
So um, can I, can I take, take out your... of those old pants? <laughs> take off your pants. And oh, try, ta- oh, those are trash. Try the the party in my pants that's going on. You know, oh, like yeah. the nappy pant party. <laughs> We've had lots of nappy pant parties. <laughs> um, and so we go out, and uh, we and you know what happened on the date is irrelevant. It's what happened after the date that is relevant. So we get back to her house, and uh, this was a first date. And uh, at the door, I kissed her. And uh, after I said, I don't usually do that on the first date. And she said, I usually don't either. This is where you say, you've just been nappified. You've just yes. been nappified. <laughs> hey, edit that out and pretend that I came up with that. Yeah, because you were Done. so enthralled in the hey, story. Hey, edit nappies. Out. Yeah, exactly. Um, and edit that out, too. <laughs> um, but no, lots. there is advantages to being a designer and being straight. Do well, you do you ever give them a card that just says nappified, and after you pull a move, like kissing them on a first date, and it, <laughs> you just say, you've been nappified, and they look at it and just says nappified? I'm going to. Can I use that? Yes. Vistaprint.com. Check it out. Hey, you know what? (laughs) Nappy, I will get you a card that says Nappified if you pull that off. I totally would. Yeah. I hope so because you can do anything when you're in my shoes. I mean anything. Literally in your shoes, hopefully. Do you ever plan to what do you think about footwear? Do you ever want to do something like that? Love footwear. And I've made a pair of shoes and uh, a couple pair of shoes, but just kind of practicing just to see if I could do it mostly and it's really really difficult without the proper machinery and so I've kind what kind of, of machinery does one need to make a shoe a shoe machine a shoe sewing machine a you, shoe sewing you've machine. seen them maybe on like discovery channel or something if you're watching how do they make oh, shoes? the shoe and it's this network. big huge looks like a c it's a big c clamp type thing and it's got a sewing machine at the end or like a needle so okay. when you push it, you can like sew around the whole shoe. And you oh, can I've sew seen it that. There's a bunch of 11-year-old Asian kids <clears throat> using working. those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to rent them out. You can. In fact, I've the got a company. The kids or the machines? Both. They come with the machine <laughs> strapped to their back, and they'll come in, and then they'll make the shoes in front of you for you. It's brilliant. Okay, tell well, me what you think about Merrell's. Um, I don't like them, but they're great shoes. My girlfriend doesn't like them either, and I have oh, some. You wear really? them. You used to wear them everywhere. I love them. They they're don't have disgusting. laces. Why? Okay. Horrible. Okay. I love them. Anything, I love a shoe that does not have laces. Anything that you don't have to do anything to put on, you shouldn't wear. Really? And here's some examples. You've just been napified. Here's some examples. I just found the song we're listening to. It's called Dem Jeans. Genuine? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna karaoke. We're gonna that? karaoke to in it. In those jeans. No, oh wait, oh, Dem no, no. Jeans. Like, damn, girl, how'd you get all of that? You don't know this. We'll get to it. Uh-huh. Hang on, sorry. Okay. Okay. I don't want to ruin it. Sorry. So, so like like uh, basketball shorts. There's no tie. It's elastic waist. Shouldn't wear it unless you're I've got playing basketball shorts on basketball. I've got basketball shorts on. Yeah, and. I shouldn't you know, wear it. No, I'm in Unless my house though, and and that you know, you know that's okay. But once you that's step okay. out, like those guys that wear nothing but basketball shoes, yeah. basketball shorts, and a basketball no. shirt when they're like not playing basketball. So when you if you wear Jordans just out on the town, you say neve. No, you can if you have a nice pair of pants accompanied with it. But you can't wear Jordans and basketball shorts and a jersey. What about sweats? Can you wear sweats? Would you wear? Jordans? Yeah. Um, it depends on the situation and what your the shirt is that you're wearing with it, oh, and what okay. you're doing. If you're going to dinner, no, I don't think sweats are ever okay unless it's like Arby's or McDonald's. Yeah, you got to think about the situation. That's maybe it's situational awareness, situational awareness, fashion. You've Where just are been you? <laughs> what are you doing? And what should you be wearing in that situation? It's not what you wear every day for every situation. There's nothing that is every day for every situation. There's always going to be something. So if you wear the same thing every day for every situation, you have a problem. And we need to have a little sit down, maybe go over some We're things. We're sitting down. Let's, let's, get o- let's go over it because 
I want you to you, I want you to napify me and tell me about Merrells because I own two pair right now. They're disgusting. Why? I don't get it. I love them. You slip them on. They're great in winter. They're waterproof. They're waterproof. Uh huh. Uh huh. What else? Keep going. There's no laces, which I love. So I love a a pair of shoes now, with no laces. If you're like if you're like a really big guy and you have trouble bending down and tying shoes, then I would say, okay, the situational awareness fashion would say, okay, this is okay because this is functional for you. But like you were saying, but like because you, I'm thin and handsome, because you're you're tall, thin, and and handsome, you have no need for slip-on shoes. Now there are occasions where slip-on shoes would be great, like if you like buy slippers, the door, shoveling the driveway, you got to run out and get the mail, but you don't want to put your shoes on and tie your laces. You want to just throw on a pair of shoes. Keep them by the door, the front or back, and they're there for that situation okay. when they're needed. But when you go to the store, you don't need to wear your slip-ons. If you're going out to dinner, you don't need to wear your slip-ons. You do they never look good? Even, well, I feel like here's the question jeans, is, do you okay? want to look good, or do you just want to be functional? It depends where I go. Okay, so the situational awareness. Absolutely. So if you go to dinner... You don't want to... It depends on my napuation, if you will. The napuation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think if I was going on a nice date with my girl, I wouldn't wear my Merrells. Sure. Yeah, That that's where... And it's just the situational awareness, I think, of what you're doing, where you're going. Because you want to impress people. I assume everybody's out on some level to impress someone or... Something. Otherwise, we'd always we'd be wearing a toga. You're exactly. right. You're right. You're really right. So everybody and guys more than girls, although girls tend to take it a step or two too far and take an hour longer and take too long to get ready. <laughs> because now here's the thing that I also want to mention for girls, for the the five girls that are listening. If you have Six. more than one piece of flair, then you have too many. Let me explain <laughs> what I mean. You've okay. seen those girls that have. The hat, the scarf, the sunglasses, the big hoop earrings, the the dog, the bright coat. The, the dog counts? I mean, everything. Too? You know, you've got to just have one. You have your outfit, and it's classic, and then you put one piece of flair on. So it's you're wearing a scarf, you can get away with sunglasses, but not the hat. Does not the, the scarf count as flair? Yeah, that's an accessory. That's something that's accessorizing your outfit unless it's for pure function you know then we're talking about something completely different right now we're talking about just accessorizing your outfit so okay only one maybe two but these girls that have like 10 accessories on just look ridiculous too much yeah i mean it's way Gaudy, too much if you will yeah and you see a lot of it in the in the celebrities and the or the barbie type girls you know that just have so much stuff going on you can't even get past that to see who How the would you is. analyze my flare level today? Your your flare level is good because you've you've just got the watch I think that is that bit of flare, you know that is kind of uh, you could do you could do one thing more I think one and get more away with it. Flare because, piece? Yeah, if you were to wear a scarf or uh, a nice coat you know, you just don't well, want to have, I have that one that you gave us. You don't want to have too outside. many things going on. A necklace, a hat, an earring. Uh, you know, I don't know if you have earrings. You have earphones on right now, but uh, a lot of Do people you think like I should earrings. get my ears pierced? Uh, personally, no, um, because then you're always wearing flair and you can't wear anything else. But wouldn't it be funny if <laughs> my piercing was like, see, we've a talked headphone? about, Dan and I have talked about, uh, Getting like an LDS tattoo parlor where you can get your favorite temple or like <laughs> quote on your back. Yeah. What I think also as an accessory, you could get like Book of Mormon earrings. And as a dude, I think that would let add a level of irony and humor. Uh huh. You could if do you it. You had Book of Mormon earrings on like as studs instead of the right the white diamond that I usually wear. You know. Um. Book of Mormon earrings. Your thoughts? Um, I, I think that's uh, that's cool. That's, that's I, cool. I, I don't know that there's a huge market for that, <laughs> but I think that it's it would be ironic. I think only about 11 million people would get the irony, though. That's still a lot of people. That is. That's a big face. Cool. Um, okay, so let's see. Should we go into karaoke? 
I'll right. play. No, well, let's take a break. Let's take and, a break. But and then people we'll don't need to know that. We'll karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break, then karaoke, but you guys won't even know. And by break, you mean we'll be right back. Yep. That's right. From the top. Why do birds suddenly appear every time you are near? Just like me, they long to be close to you. Why do stars fall down from the sky every time? You walk by, <laughs> just, like, just me. like me. They long to be close to you. On the day that you were born, the angels got together and decided to create a dream come true. So they sprinkled moon dust in your hair of golden starlight. That is why all the girls in town you, all around Just like me, they long to be close to you Awesome. That was incredible. Hello? Hello. Is this Cody? Yeah, who's this? It's my name's Chris. I want to tell you, I had one of your associates knock on my door. I got a house in Park City, you know, Sundance, all that. Anyway, I need a new security system. And I was told you're the boss man of the job and I need you. Hello, Cody. Are you with me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you now. 
I have to know, is your security alarm system going to be adequate? I've had some other, you know, appraisals, other jobs, Vivint, and some other places came here. You know, the, the people with the blue stop signs, they trying to get me here. But one of your people, they, they told me I could call you. I said, I want to talk to the main guy. And he said, yeah. That's okay. Go ahead and call him. So I'm calling you, and I need to know, do you have trip wire? You have what? You're you have out there. trip wire. I need some sort of booby traps on my property, some sort of trip wire or a trap door. I don't know what you do. Um, let me find out. We got, we got sure I thought you were you. the man. I called you because you're the guy. They said, hey, yeah. <laughs> Cody's the man. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah, let me get uh, the main guy who does most of the sales, Brad. Let me get you his number. Well, Cody, I need you. <laughs> they said, hey, ignore the guy with, with the blue stop signs, the blue octagons. You need to call Cody. I need some sort of trap door or something with a, a, a sharp stick. If you, you know, maybe if you press the doorbell, you fall onto a punji stick. Do you do those? Oh, for sure. I can do that for sure. Okay. I need about five or seven of those punji sticks around the property. Oh, let's do it. Where are you located? I'm in Park City. I got a place here for Sundance. Okay. It's all right. You you may know uh, Michael Jordan. He's a basketball player. I don't watch yeah. sports very much. He has a place down here, a summer house. I'm sort of right next door. So I'm going to need about five punji sticks and two trap doors. What? In the way of trap doors, what do you offer there? Trap doors? Yes. Oh, we just had to bid it out. I had to look at the place. You can just go to Lowe's and get some stuff. Wow, I need you, Cody. I need about a 10-foot underground punji stick place where if you ring the doorbell, I hate people who ring my doorbell, especially at night after 4 p.m., I'm trying to eat supper, Cody, you know. Yeah. And so I need the punji sticks. Do you offer a moat? I need a moat, if possible. Uh-huh. Yeah, we have to get some people to dig it, but we can do it. Okay, and, and do you offer the live alligators? No, I mean, you could find them. Well, I could use even a dead one. Most people won't know. If they see an alligator, yeah. they'll... First of all, they'll say, hey, it's a crocodile, but really, it's an alligator. They don't uh, you know. You want hippo. You really don't want an alligator anymore. You want hippos. That's what most of them people use. Really? Yeah. So, I hear the horns are very deadly. Is that true? The, the horn? The rhino horn. It's no, so... hippos, not rhinos. Well, yes, the hippo. I bought... Yeah, I used a hippo. I bought a hippo... I, I bought a hippo horn on the black market. It was $8,200. I thought, hey, why don't you just charge me 8000 flat? But no. eighty two. No, no they made me pay the extra two. I said, hey, like a good deal. I got jobs. You know, I can maybe pay the extra two. So yeah, it was okay. So maybe if I could just get the horn itself, and when you ring the doorbell, it comes and maybe gets you. It's on a string. Maybe if you get a rhino string and get you right in the forehead, or if you got a big face, maybe a five head, and gets you right there. You know. Yeah. How do sure I get do this it. installed? Well, I understand it's hotter in the snow. No, it's fine. I mean, most of our stuff is going to need some up front, more up front than in the back end. Okay, I'll pay you what they made me pay for the horn. I'll give you 8200 Okay. 
what would that give me there? Uh, well, yeah. That'll get someone other to look at it. How many punji sticks can I get for eighty two hundred? That's what I wanna know. It depends what kind of wood you want to made out of. Balsa. Huh? I need the balsa wood. Balsa wood? What yeah. color? A uh, brown. Brown, light brown? Either brown or a lime green. I'm trying to keep an atmosphere here. Over over time it'll probably it's change sort of a, lime green a new Mexico weather. look. Yeah, over time, it'll probably change to the lime green because of the weather here. Okay, what about spray paint? Do you charge for the spray paint? Um, I, no, most times you throw that in. I have eight <laughs> gallons of spray paint here. So, if, you, if you're willing to use it, if you're willing to help out at all, too, that'll create I thought. even have a rhino color spray paint. I bought it in the Amazon. Not the okay. actual place, but on the Internet. Amazon, I bought it yeah. off Amazon. That's a good place. So. Let's meet up. Okay. I need you to come up. Just go ahead and uh, need you to come up to 1345 Lowell Avenue. It's in Park City. Now, Cody, do you need me to give you the zip code? No, I've got the zip code. I can find the zip code. It's 84060. Sometimes I say O, and sometimes I say zero. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It's sometimes, cr I'll type, sometimes I'll type all that, too. I'll do like a zero, and I'm trying to do an O. It's weird. It's very weird. I think it's like more common than you think. No, it's very rare. Well, sounds good then. I'm excited. Okay, so maybe at dawn tomorrow you come here, we talk about punji sticks. Yeah, I mean, or you can meet me at Lowe's if we want to go through each of the sticks. No, just just meet me here at dawn. Or either, Cody, you tell me, would you rather meet at dawn or dusk? Either way, I'm fine. Well, I don't want to bring the sticks up and you not be happy with them, so I prefer to meet me at Lowe's. Okay, tell me what aisle. I need you to be very clear here. Because when I go in the lows and I try to improve my home improvement, I often get lost in the aisles. Tell me what aisle and I'll be there. I've got to grab some things in the electrical aisle. I think it's like 13. Aisle 13. 13. Uh, aisle okay. 13, about two-thirds. Down the aisle towards the, the west side right there in Bountiful. And tell me what kind of shirt you'll be wearing. I'll tell my people to watch for you. Uh, well, it's not going to be you there? Well, it'll be me. Okay. I don't yeah, have so good eyes. You're the decision maker, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't, it'll be back if you're there. I'm going to wear gray corduroys. And maybe a red or a blue shirt. I'll be there in 13, maybe two-thirds, maybe three-fourths down the aisle. I'm not very good with fractions. I'll be on some blue jeans with some Nike running shoes. Okay. I'll be doing jumping jacks, so you'll know it's me. I'll be doing jumping jacks in the aisle. Okay. okay. I like it. You sound like you're very shit. Thank you. I'm very fit. Very fit. I like it. Well, I'll see you tomorrow at 7 then. Tomorrow at 7 it is. Do you want to do, can we do earlier than 7? Yeah, we can do 6.45. Perfect. Sounds great. I'll see you there. You have a great day. You too. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Great. Bye-bye. We'll see you, Cody. He never knew. I don't Is know. That if, right? I don't know you if he, was he knew. Yeah, I don't know if he was being serious or not. I don't know him very well. What do you think? Uh, he does a lot of prank calls, so he may have been suspicious. <clears throat> of, he never uh, let on, though. Yeah, he just kept going with it. So I don't know. And even I feel like some of that Christopher Walken voice tipped into Arnold Schwarzenegger a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll meet you in aisle eight. How are you? <laughs> I'll be doing jumping jacks and other calisthenics. <laughs> <laughs> Look for me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Thank you for coming and thank you for listening. Oh god. And um I don't know if I need to say this, Nappy, or not, but uh because everyone's been listening and having a good time tonight, you've just been nappified. Yes. Thank you for nappifying us, Nappy. You bet. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Damn. Yeah. Let's give it's kind of, the inspirational song kind of words it down. right here. Yeah. Give us some inspirational goodbyes. I'm going to really miss our listeners. Yeah, me too. I there aren't really you. words to describe it. Yeah. Except for this song, which I don't know. You don't but know. But I have song. a feeling we'll perfectly describe it. Yeah. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. We'll catch you next week. You've been Napified. Goodbyes. Now I'm guilt stricken, sobbing with my head on the floor. Stop a baby's breath and a shoe full of rice. No, can't be held responsible. She was touching her face. I won't be held responsible. She fell in love in the first place. I lied, I do know this song. All right, everybody, go check out nappyclothing.com. You dig? See you later. We'll see you.